Employer. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is. I'm Will Pelagic. Here we go, folks. We are back. The Wesson Walker Show. What's Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Hit us up on that Garage Door Guru text line 704-570-9610. Hit those socials. We're taking you behind the scenes every single day. And I might just catch Walker lacking. So stay tuned for that. The WFNZ Instagram, WFNZ Twitter, the Wes and Walker Twitter as well, and our personal Twitters as well. But now on the Body Works Plus guest hotline, we have the guy that you know and love, the voice of Charlotte FC. You can catch him on Twitter at Willie P. Style, Willie, what's going on, my man? What's happening, Wes? What's happening, Walker and uh, Trader Fitty? What's going on? <laughs> Is that We're, a hockey reference? That's that's Fitty. I, y'all were wilding much, on Twitter last night. It, it, it very may well be a uh, Twitter reference. Uh, thank you for noticing. <laughs> All right, Willie, so let's get down to business, man. Charlotte FC has acquired forward Justin Maram Maram from Real Salt Lake from Real Salt Lake in exchange for two hundred thousand in general allocation money. What is he going to bring to this team? And how bad did I just butcher his name? <laughs> you were you were right the second time. Uh, Justin Maram is his name. Uh, he's somebody thirty four year old MLS veteran. Uh, he was acquired middle part of last week uh, during the MLS transfer deadline, the primary transfer deadline. He's somebody who. I remember back in his days in Atlanta United, he spent one season there. It was a really big part of kind of their attack. And uh, I've, he's been around in the MLS a bunch of different places. He's been at Real Salt Lake. He's had two stints in Columbus and a couple of others. But uh, he might bring Charlotte FC something a little bit uh, different off the bench with MLS experience. He's somebody who I don't think is going to be a projected starter because I think when you think Charlotte FC, at least at the top, I feel like the three guys who are up front between Vargas, Josbiak, and uh, Enzo Capetti are pretty set, along with the central attacking midfielder, Kira Swiderski. But he definitely offers Charlotte to see some wing depth that they did not really have on that roster before the trade. Charlotte loses 3-0 to D.C. United. Now, they won the possession battle, but they just couldn't generate any points and make good on those. What was going on with the offense, and what is ailing this team at this point? I think they're, they're susceptible to a couple of things. I think they're susceptible to uh, inside of a game, you know, when you concede as many times as Charlotte FC has, they, they've conceded first in all but four of their matches this season. So it really is something where you look at it and you say that they've been susceptible to falling behind in contests. And when that happens repeatedly over and over again, you can kind of lapse into some bad habits. And unfortunately, Charlotte FC took a penalty in the 34th minute with Derek Jones on a slide tackle. Penalty itself, I think, was a bit soft, but there was a little bit of contact made. And anytime that contact takes place in the box, you're unable to really get away with it. Sometimes these referees are very uh, burdensome when it comes to the burden of proof that they have in there with those penalties. So when you fall behind 1-0, it brings you susceptible to errors. And unfortunately, Charlotte FC, well, uh, like we've said before in a couple of conversations, guys, while they had more of the possession, possession doesn't always mean that you're necessarily dominating the game. And a lot of that possession from Charlotte FC took place in their open, in their own half. They couldn't get the ball broken down in the midfield. They didn't get a lot of chances in the last third. They had 10 shots, but only two of them were on target. And one was by one of their fullbacks. So they really weren't able to get the real kind of high-quality scoring opportunities. Some defensive errors at the other end, including Harrison Offal, uh, unfortunately being unable to clear a ball that resulted in probably one of the best goals we've seen in MLS all season, Christian Menteke with the bicycle kick goal. Uh, it's been 
unfortunately, the, the same old story for Charlotte FC so far this season that would happen last week against D.C. That is the voice of Charlotte FC, Willie P., joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Willie, you said Mother's Day would be a good point in the season to see where the club is headed the rest of the year. We're two weeks away from that point. What are your thoughts on the outlook for the rest of 2023? I think they need wins in these next couple of weeks to, to really feel better about where they are. I think this weekend, uh, past weekend against D.C., is an opportunity that was missed. And the NYC squad coming in this weekend that, uh, has had a couple of different defeats that uh, you weren't necessarily uh, thinking they were going to have happen. They lost to a Toronto squad last weekend that uh, really didn't have much of anything for anybody in this league, including Charlotte FC. Uh, Charlotte FC played them to a 2-2 draw in their building earlier this year. So because of that, I feel like you come in with New York, uh, they are a team that really struggles away from home. They play inside Yankee Stadium, guys. And when you think about Yankee Stadium, you don't think geometrically it looks like a soccer field. Well, it doesn't. They play a very narrow home field. So whenever they go on a road and play on an actual real soccer pitch, they struggle. They've yet to get a victory away from home this season. So it's an opportunity for Charlotte FC to try and beat a team that they swept last year in MLS contests. So we'll see whether or not they can make that happen. And then Atlanta's going to be difficult. But I think you need at least one win in each of these next two contests to feel like you're at least feeling out yourself on the right track. Maybe a win and a draw would help things. If you can be able to get a point in the Atlanta matchup, you'd feel a little bit better about that. But uh, these next two have to have points for Charlotte FC if I'm going to be feeling good about the real stretch run part of the schedule because it doesn't get easier after that. Well, and Willie, how do you think the injuries they suffered will affect them going forward, at least in the near future? Well, we'll see about uh, Camille Josviak. I know from Camille's standpoint, they said that his injury that he suffered last week is probably – a 7- to 10-day injury, which would put him on track to be available on uh, Saturday, but we're not necessarily sure whether or not he's going to train at all this week, so we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, Bill Tuiloma, unfortunately, they think is going to be out a little bit longer, so Charlotte will have to go with that makeshift back line, whether or not they want to keep Derek Jones in that center-back position or whether they want to build uh, possibly Hamidi Diop into making himself his uh, MLS first start or Jan Zabachinski, who they have used in starting opportunities last season and a little bit earlier this year with Crown Legacy. Uh, there's a lot of unanswered questions right now from Christian Latanzo, and a lot of that due to, unfortunately, the injuries testing their squad depth. Willie P., I guess you could take one positive away from this game or something to look forward to. The number one overall pick in the MLS Super Draft, Amadi Diop, made his MLS debut. What did you see from him in the brief time, if anything? Uh, we just saw a little bit from him. I think, you know, it, it's hard to judge, especially – late in these matches where, you know, he, he came in and the, and the match was 2-0 already at that point. So it's really hard to kind of judge, especially because they were still also having to suffer in some points. So he was on the pitch when they started that third goal to Jacob Green, which was his first MLS goal uh, scored there. Uh, so I think, again, you, at least to get him, uh, we like to always say the uh, you get the cellophane tape ripped off of him and you can at least have that experience. Similar thing happened with, Charlotte FC and Brayden Cambridge a couple of weeks ago against Real Salt Lake. So any MLS experience is good. I'd like to see him over a longer stretch to see whether or not he can actually make things happen. Uh, even if he possibly happens in a potential lead scenario, I wouldn't mind seeing how he defends a lead because that'd be great experience for the young man because we certainly have a lot of high expectations about a guy who Charlotte FC used draft assets to go up and get with the number one overall pick. That was Willie P, voice of Charlotte FC. You can follow him on Twitter at Willie P Style. Willie, we appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you.